Hello. Um, yeah, I'm back. You know, welcome back to the Mind Your Fitness podcast. Again, with me, your host, Tom Fowler. Third series. Wow. Um, yeah, thank you for coming back for the third series. And if you're new to the to the show, welcome. Uh, yeah, so it's grown arms and legs since the, the first two series. And I am so excited to share all of the knowledge bombs that I have for you. It's yeah, it's going to be insane. I'm going to be talking to to more guests on on this series, and I can't wait to share their journey with you all. You know, to help you become a you know a stronger and more resilient person. Please don't forget to subscribe, review, and share the show wherever you may listen to it. Throw it on your Instagram and you know tag me in it. And um, so yeah. I'm, Buzzing to get them started. So, you know, with that in mind, let's get cracking on with today's show. It is my absolute pleasure to introduce Nancy Nancy, Nancy Gibson. Welcome very <laughs> much to, to the podcast. Um, for everyone that's listening, can you just sort of give us a, you know, the elevator pitch, 60 seconds. Who is Dancing Nancy? Hello, Tom. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm, I'm Nancy. I, um, I, I'd say I'm a part-time stunt woman, full-time mover. Um, I just like being very active. And yeah. I like helping people through that kind of like movement. Um, I'm used to, for the last kind of like seven years, I've been moving from country to country, very lucky to be mm. working, whether that was kind of like through dancing, because I started off as a break dancer. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> don't know that about me sometimes. That's but, class. Uh, yeah, uh, started off as a break dancer and then kind of went on to do more dancing and um, then I went on to do like entertaining in hotels and stuff, uh, like Egypt, Greece. Um, and then that kind of stuck with me mm. um, and then I moved to Dubai and I was working there and I was doing dancing, street performing um, and then I was like oh this is great I love all this and I saw like a, a stunt show and I was like mm. oh I could do that why am I doing that so um, I actually got in contact with the casting director of that show where I was working and he told me about this stunt school so I went there um, last year and my stunt career went from like zero to 100, like yeah. very quickly. Um, I, I went to the stunt school in the July. Um, it was three weeks, just kind of like an introduction. Yeah. Um, and my plan was like, go home, train, blah, blah, blah. And I had a call like a couple of days after I like got back saying, do you want to go to China and work? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden from there, they were like, do you want to fly from China to Dubai and be in the show there? Like this, these are all for like live action stunt shows. And wow. I was like, yes, I do. Yeah. And then, so I spent five weeks in China, flew to Dubai, um, missed the rehearsals for Dubai. Um, so I kind of like was in the show very quickly and had to learn very yeah. quickly. Um, and I was only performing for three weeks before I had my accident, which wow. was a shame. But I fully loved every moment in the yeah, show. Yeah, I can I'm imagine. I'm still a part of it. But, um, so yeah, my, my stunt career kind of started and then had a pause very quickly. Mm. Um, but it hasn't put me off. I'm, 
I'm still I'm still here and I'm st- obviously Corona's kind of kept me in the country as well I've been yes. home because I had the accident and then Corona kept me here but this is the longest I've been home since I left when I was 18 I've been home wow for, it, it'll be a year on New Year, uh, Christmas Eve since I've wow okay been home but it's great because it gave me the chance to kind of like work on things here yeah realistically definitely. For me, moving away, it's quite an easy thing to do. Everyone's mm. like, oh, isn't it hard? But it's an easy option for me to move away. Whereas staying at home and creating something here yeah. is a bit of a challenge. But I love it. So I'm going with it. Oh, yeah, good. That's, that's me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and how old are you? 25. Yeah, I should have said that. Wow. You probably lived a more exciting life at the age of 25 that most people probably dream of by the time they get to 60. And obviously, I, and, you're, and you're still, yeah, it's still so early on. But there's so much more, so much more of you, like, to come. As soon as you walk through the door, you, that's it. You can't, you can't stop. I love yeah. it. It's exciting. And I, to be honest, I've never actually travelled for me. Because when I've oh, gone away, okay. it's always been for work. Which is amazing. I love it. Yeah. People always go, oh, you've got a holiday life. And I'm like. Actually, no. <laughs> no, because when I get that one day off a week, I've still got to go to work the next day. Yeah, you've got that day off, but then it's not. So whenever I've like gone abroad, I've got to know one place very well because I've been there for six months. It's not like I've yeah. stayed in that place and travelled around. I've got to know like Dubai really, really well, mm. or Corfu, that island really, really well, which is great. But I've never kind of gone and just Relaxed. walked around and gone, wow. <laughs> But I don't know if I'd be able to relax, so I'm kind of yeah. Okay I was going to say, uh, yeah, you don't strike me as the kind of person that will just sort of sit for for too long in the sun and yeah, relax. I actually, yeah, I which I'm trying it. to work on. And it's hard. It's hard, right? Yeah, very. <laughs> so I want to just bring it back just ever so slightly. So the breakdancing career. So mm-hmm. we're both. Well, were you born in Coventry as well? Uh, yeah, Corley, just outside. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, spoiler alert, I also did a little bit of breakdancing. Oh, <laughs> let's have a battle. Trust me, it's not good for anyone. <laughs> yeah, it was very short-lived. Um, okay. My, my rhythm, yeah, it's pretty much not there. But, you know, I was okay. maybe, what, I don't know, 10, 11. Right. Joined in with the uh, the Combat Breakers. Mm-hmm. They made their way onto BGT at one point. But yeah, I got yeah. beyond. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so talk, talk to me about your breakdancing because I, th- I think certainly from when I did it, it was very, it was such a male sort of dominated area. And yeah. I think if I can remember, there was only maybe like two or three girls in there. But the ones that were there, like they were amazing. And I think... I think sort of a lot when a lot of the time people think of dance and girls, they tend to think of more, I guess, like contemporary. So like you, you know, obviously your ballets and, and stuff like that. And yeah. so I guess the, that was a really long way around of saying, how do you get into breakdancing? Um, I I was very football rugby when I was younger. And my yeah. was like, please go to ballet. Like, and I was like, no, <laughs> um, yeah. And one of my friends from primary school said, I'd like to go to cheerleading. Will you come with me, Nancy? And I was like, pom pom, what? <laughs> I thought, yeah. I'll just go. Ended up having a great time, loved it. Did that for a year, two years. 
and then one time they kind of stopped and the same center the center 87 yes you know, yeah that's where they yeah. the combat breakers yeah. yeah so i um i started going um to this breakdance class that was at, um at 87 that was yeah. normally in the time of cheerleading um called mbc mixed dance company okay which yeah it was a long time ago when well yeah, maybe 15 years ago yeah um and then um i basically loved it and mm. when cheerleading started up again i was like i don't want to go back to cheerleading i, just <laughs> I want, want to stick with it um, oh wow and i was with them for a bit and then um learning some like amazing things from like the teachers and then obviously heard about the combat breakers and i knew they were doing a lot of shows and like young me went, oh, I want to get experience with like performing. So I moved yeah. over to them um, and did like, that was when they did like different crews and stuff. And yeah. um, and I was with them for a bit and performing, which was nice because we got that crew feel, that family feel and yeah. in, in shows like pretty much every weekend. Yeah. Um, and then when I moved to Liverpool, that's when I kind of like stopped. I went to a performing arts college there, Paul McCartney. Okay. Oh, okay yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Never um, washed that soda your face since. <laughs> never. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so I kind of like stopped kind of like breaking like kind of every week when I went to impact uh, yeah. because I thought if I want to be a dancer, I need to concentrate on other styles. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it started with breaking and, and it's helped me. I've, I've still kind of like been on and off over the years, but that's yeah. why people don't really know that I do it because I don't put it on my story I don't yeah. I don't train but if I get a job I'll go and do it like female breaker yeah pick me yeah um, so when it comes to like like when you're out not out out and there's a dance off like you're um, you've got to be slap bang in the middle of that <laughs> well before my accident I've been known for backflipping in high heels and I loved what? it People would not expect it, so I used to go into the into the circle and yes. just do a little like stand up move first, and then maybe I'll start doing windmills, do a little backflip. Uh, oh, I yeah. love that. But th that's the old that's the old thing. Now I take <laughs> care of myself yeah. a lot more, a bit more mindful of my movements and yeah. career. But I had fun at the time. But yeah, if, if anyone's up for a dance off, um, you're that. I'll, I'll, I'll go for it and sometimes I'll just kind of go I'm going to leave this one out because yeah. I think I've got a bit older and smarter in terms of where my body is and yeah. if I do a backflip not warm now is that going to affect me yeah whereas a few years ago my body could handle anything yeah a few too so. many gins and it's all right on anyone's come on let's let's go <laughs> exactly exactly that's oh. the one I'll keep that in mind if I see you in a club I'm like nope Go the other way, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then if we fast forward a little bit, so you've, you've come through college and obviously you must have done well in college. So that, I guess. I hope that, so. You hope so. Um, and then so you went to Dubai. Yeah, you went to Dubai and then you saw the stunt show. You went and did your three weeks training. Yeah. So what, what was that? like so going into that for the first time and i assume were you alone um the the stunt school yeah the, show? the the, the um, school sorry the school i went with um, my well my partner at the time 
Um, We were both interested in going, so we both kind of went and trained there. So it was nice to have someone that Mm. I knew, um, because we were the only people from England. The rest were mostly Americans, but there was a couple people from um, Germany and um, Hawaii. So there was kind of like, but it was nice to kind of like split. Yeah, it was. It was cool. It was cool. Um, But it was. I really enjoyed it. Like I love a challenge. I love a new thing. Mm. Like, and that was something new every day. And it was quite like physically and mentally like challenging, but yeah. it was incredible at the same time. Like I would love to go back and do it all again. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so we've, we've come through the stunt school mm-hmm. and we've done your shows and you had an accident Yeah. and it's kind of put that, stint career on pause it's not on stop we're on pause we're just pausing yeah good <laughs> we're, we're almost like in the screen where it's like, it's like... <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so for people listening what was the accident and what was the this the journey to, to kind of where you are now. So I'm not going to give any sort of spoilers away because, like I said, I'm a, I'm a bit of a geek and I, I get a bit obsessed. But uh, when, I, when I feel like someone's story is so good and I think it can help so many people, I really kind of like keep a, a tab on kind of what they're doing because if there's something that I think can help other people, and I'll, I'll definitely share it. doesn't care like what you are or who you do. I think if I, if I personally think that message can help somebody, then yeah, I'll, I'll look to share it. So yeah, enough of me babbling. You <laughs> you, you you tell us all about it. Okay, so it was in Dubai. It was um, in the middle of the show, um, a live show. So there was audience and stuff. Um, yeah. And I'd actually I was doing a different character to the one that I'd learned when I first got there. Um, and. I was comfortable with my first character and this one I wasn't as comfortable but I'd done it a couple of times already I'd already yeah. performed in the character of the show but it was um it was a rainy day um we normally have three shows in a day and the first show had already been cancelled because of the rain um and I am always going to trust our bodies are an incredible thing in yeah. terms of warning signs and gut feelings and before this show I had um it was a weird energy anyway, but yeah. I had a really weird gut feeling um, before the show started. And I remember feeling quite nervous. And before the, um, the my manager was like, right, okay. Like, cause it was a, a car show with like LED cars. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, loads of LED lights. And they were like, right, if the, if the cars, um, if it rains, get the cars in, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say anything. And I think that comes from a wanting, always wanting to kind of do well and always Mm. wanting to um, kind of get a good, not a good good reputation, but like, I want people to know I work hard and I'm willing to give my all. So I didn't want to be like, because I'm new to this, I'm feeling a bit nervous, put my hand up and say that. When now I really respect myself as a performer and saying that could have changed a lot of things. Yeah. But I just, so I went up and we, me and this other girl, we start like 10 minutes into the show. So we, I'm kind of like having this gut feeling, this nervous feeling for about 10 minutes once the show started. Yeah. Um, and we start up on a balcony, we do a little fight and then there's a thing called a wrist repel. Um, okay. So 
you put your hand like for a loop you close the safety with like a little strap that kind mm. of makes it tight around the wrist you grab um you grab on and then you've got a glove um on your right hand and then you kind of jump off and your right hand is like a um it's like a brake okay so um your right hand's controlling how fast you go yeah i it was it was it was kind of like not raining but i was i was nervous like it was it had been raining quite a lot and in dubai like when it rains it really rains yeah um so i basically put my hand in wrong um not the right way i didn't yeah. close the safety enough didn't realize that didn't really i didn't really remember this happening it was quite blurry but yeah. from looking up afterwards that's kind of what happened and i jumped off and i felt like a um like a, a jolt Hmm. and that's how I knew my hand wasn't in it properly and then luckily I managed to grab when my hand slipped out I managed to grab hold of the rope yeah um and that slowed me down if I hadn't grabbed hold of the rope I would have just fell but I held on this was my left hand that didn't have the glove on so it was quite hot um, yeah, you can from, <laughs> yeah so I was stood up 30 feet so 10 meters and I was, I was going down and my brain went, that's hot, Nancy, like, yeah. you should let go. And obviously I wasn't thinking about how far I was falling from. Um, I just knew it was hot and it happened so quick. I was very, yeah. it was a few seconds and I was on the floor. But luckily I held on, so it did slow me down. And then I thought, just stay straight because I thought if I open up, that's a lot of things broke. So I did land on my feet. I kind of landed a bit like left, right. Um, and I felt like my whole body, and it was onto concrete, because mm. um, it was like a car show, so my whole body just felt like stacked. Do you know when you yeah. drop like Jenga blocks and it goes? Yeah. Um, I felt like my whole Sorry, body was like. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like my whole body was like in, into my into my pelvis kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't really know what happened. I just knew that I couldn't get up. Hmm. And some people said afterwards, it looked like you were going to. And I said, trust me, if I could have, I would have. I would have done the show yeah. on my hands. But um, I think I think it happened because I'm quite, I'm coming from like a performing dance background. It was all kind of like on the timing. Like I had to go and get there for a button to press it, for it to go off kind of like with the music. So I thought I want yeah. to get there in time rather than going, I'm 30 foot above the ground. Take your sweet time. The audience aren't going to notice if you're two seconds too late. Yeah, but instead, I just kind of didn't think, and there I was on the floor. Um, so, were you were you conscious when you hit the floor? Stayed awake like a bad man. No blood, nothing. Wow. I was there. <laughs> and and I'm assuming the show had to carry on. They didn't stop. Unfortunately, the show couldn't go on because I was the glue that put the show together. <gasps> so without me, it okay. wouldn't have made sense. Right, okay. Um, but I guess it, it, it is good in that sense then that they were able, I guess, to stop and to give you the immediate attention that, that you needed. Yeah, um, yeah. there's a sign instant where you put your arms crossed together in front of you um, and quite a few people kind of like jumped out of the cars and did that to the tech box at the top um, and then they had to kind of like say, I'm sorry, can the audience leave kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I was on the floor for quite a while, I'd say a good 15 minutes. Mm. Um, because they weren't sure what had happened. Obviously, I was fuming, oh, yeah. like, yeah. let's get me to the hospital. But they kind of wanted to 
make sure things were okay. They wanted to know why. And I was very, very angry. I was like, just get me there. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I, I'd actually, they rolled me onto a stretcher. And then that's because at first I was like, my feet, my feet. But then that's when I realized I had a really deep bruise down my side. And then I had yeah. a lump on my head as well. So I had hit my head. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I went to the hospital and I, had, I didn't realize how serious it was. So, because I was kind of like still laughing, not laughing, but kind of like they gave me some little whistle thing in the ambulance and I was like <laughs> breathing it. I don't know. Yeah. The, um, they're quite limited on what they can give you in Dubai. Like oh, wow, some painkillers okay. are quite, um, they're illegal. So I wow, wasn't okay. on anything that was that strong. Um, but uh, I realized it was when I kept going, my feet, my feet. And they were like, oh like the doctor was like quite surprised she was like normally if someone comes in and they say like 30 foot full they're mangled covered in blood mm. bodies poking out or all sorts <laughs> yeah. of but she was like you're talking to me so I'm not worried and she was like and just calm down about your feet because I need to check everything else first and I was mm. like what my feet are hurting and she yeah. was like checking like she was like okay like doing like an ultrasound all round, kind of like my um, body and she was saying okay like no loose liquids and right let's get him for a CT scan and then that's kind of when it hit of okay this is quite serious then yeah I was thinking I might have broke my leg six six weeks and I'll be back in the show <laughs> yeah um but yeah so it was I was I was on adrenaline running off adrenaline for yeah. a, a good week good week of not really realizing what had happened to me wow. and yeah. and so you broke your heels yes oh yeah I broke the heels <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> and I it was worse the left was shattered completely is um, that because you came down on on more of your left foot than your see than your right yeah yeah so it kind of like it was left right the the left one's got nine screws and a plate in and the right heel's um got three screws in so you're a barrel ass when you have to go through customs <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I thought I thought I'd be that would be great, but sometimes they stop me, and sometimes they don't. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so what, after well, how long did you stay in Dubai for then? With I guess with having burst up heels and so, and then what did that journey look like? I'm just gonna get the dog out of the living room. She's gonna be jumping all over me. One sec, sorry. <laughs> right. Sorry about that. It's all good. So, yeah, so, so talk to us post-accident then. So how long did you sort of stay in Dubai for and then what did that recovery look like and sort of bring us to, to where we are today? Um, so I moved to Dubai late October. The accident happened on the 20th of December. Oh, uh, wow, no, okay. no, that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> I was in, <laughs> I was in, I got to Dubai late October and the accident happened 20th of November. Right. Okay. Um, so I was in hospital for, it was only like, I think four nights. Oh, wow. And okay. The hospital was like a hotel. It was like an ensuite. I had three meals a day. It was, it was beautiful. And I, um, I had a really good doctor and I think mm. that's what's kind of helped me a lot. The, um, it was a private hospital. Okay. Um, so 
the doctor kind of did a very good job and I think he I've got him to thank really he yeah he did a good job knowing what my job is not just like let's get her walking again like let's get her like in the best active. possible yeah yeah um so whilst I was in the hospital it was kind of like I was I was bed bound but mm. obviously for me that wasn't that's never happened to me even yeah. when I'm ill I'll go outside and do something um but yes yeah, so I was I was in there and the physio kind of came in and she was like I've never seen someone so happy to do physio before yeah um, normally they're like oh I don't want to move but when I say physio it was there was no kind of like in, in no kind of like way to start moving my feet yet yeah um but it was just kind of like for the rest of my body and I'm thinking I've got that don't worry about that yeah. um but I came out of the hospital and went back to the hotel where I was living and it was perfect because it was all very wide because I was in my wheelchair because I couldn't yeah move. and I kept like they kept saying to me okay it's going to be like two to three months I was like okay and to me it was like what a challenge I get yeah. to live life in a wheelchair I could not be walking. I'm walking at the end of this. It's not like this is for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I think in the hospital, I had a lot of time to think. And it was very much like, I'm very lucky to be alive. Mm. Like, so I was, it was like walking at the end of this is like the light. Like this, yeah. this is cool. Like there's, there's no limits here. I just can't walk. I just yeah. can't bear any weight. That's fine. Um, and then I got into the wheelchair and went, oh, how do I do this? I <laughs> yeah. had five minutes before I just got on with it. And, but it was, it was really good because the way the hotel was set up, like I could just move around very easy. Yeah. Um, and I was actually worried about coming home because like, I live in like an old farmhouse and a few steps and stuff. And because I'm quite independent, yes. I was a bit worried about relying on people for help. Um, and I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna have to stay downstairs. And you kind of do put a little bit of a block up. Yeah. Like, when you're in a wheelchair, you think almost like, oh, I can't do anything. Then really, it kind of like hit me like, actually, I can do everything. Yeah. Um, like an example of that was I had, um, say, like I was in the kitchen. And I thought, oh, I can't, I can't cook. And then I thought, wait, why can't I? Yeah. I can reach the hub. And then even the higher cupboards, I was like, I can just turn on my wheelchair, kneel reach up and I did so I adapted to everything and and I was like when I get home I couldn't go up the stairs on a bomb and I actually got a skateboard and went across the top of the (laughs) house on a skateboard (laughs) um so I was still going to the gym I was very lucky that my sister was off as well so I Mm. um I got to go to the gym she took me to the gym yeah still doing like upper body I I did some kind of like um leg exercises with um like certain machines that I could because I had these boots on um but kind of like that two months was just about me kind of listening to the doctor but also not because they said yes. sleep in your boots because I had the big air cast boots on but I basically took them off at night because I thought I want them to be able to kind of move freely yeah and I think the more they were stuck in that position the harder it would be to kind of like get back to it so yeah. I moved them as much as I could um and then it kind of came to walk in I was having like hospital checkups like here and I just went for it and it was fine and I think I really looked after myself like in terms of like eating I ate healthy um, yeah whilst I was kind of like in the wheelchair um but I also just kept my mind occupied and I was I was just very happy like day-to-day life was just I was very appreciative to be here and everything was okay yeah even though I couldn't walk like it was fine like that's not it's not a big deal 
Um, so I think a lot of like the mindset and actually looking after myself really helped towards the recovery. But I um, every day was just like a, a different challenge from when I started walking again. It was like, okay, can I run? Can I backflip? Mm. Can I stand on one leg? And I just set my challenges to myself like every day and just kind of kept moving. And then yeah. before I knew it, it kind of like was normal to me. Um, and I'd say it was about uh, six months, seven months after when I kind of thought, okay, I think I'm healed as much as I'm going to heal now. Like I still get quite bad tendon pain, yeah, especially in my left. Um, but um, I think that won't get better unless my screws come out. But that's another operation. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think from from July um, after the accident, like that was when I kind of healed as much as I thought I was going to heal physically. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not often that I'm sort of left speechless, but yeah, wow, what a story. And I, I think that one of the, the, the biggest things uh, for me personally that I can take you know, admiration from it is how, and obviously we spoke about this before we started recording, but we don't always have the best days. And f for you, you could have really gone into yourself and you could have just spiraled down, you know, a negative path and almost, I guess, kind of adopt a victim mentality and say, you know, why has this happened to me? Why me? And before you know it, you're, you're not performing anymore. You're, you're not being you. And the fact that you were able to be so resilient and find positives in every situation. So even to the point where you said like, okay, you're in a wheelchair now. Be like, okay, cool. I'm in a wheelchair. Like this is yeah. kind of a new adventure. Let's just, let's make the most of it. Uh, I think, I think there's so much there to be admired for. Okay. So I'm really sorry, but I'm ending the, the podcast there today um, because I want to leave you on a cliffhanger because there's so much more to come from this chat. Um, we are arranging a part two as well, but I wanted to break this one up to tease us to see what else is coming. So thank you for listening so far and I'll be releasing the sort of second, set, second stage of this next week. So please come back and listen to it because yeah there's so much more so much more awesome content from this obviously in the meantime everyone please stay safe and mind your fitness stay safe and mind your fitness